All right, real quick, people, before we get into today's show, we've just released a new course, Periodization for Periods, all around how to train women around their monthly cycle, and we've got it on special. If you're interested, click the link in the show notes. You are now listening to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers can learn how to grow their bootcamp and social media. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. Hello and welcome to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers go to grow their bootcamp and social media. Super excited because we're on to our next stage of the how to grow your bootcamp, and this is how to be an awesome instructor. Now, this is so important because the best way I can explain this is you're not judged on your workouts, okay? So what I mean by that is you can get true trainers and they can give the the same group of clients the exact same workout, but these clients might like that workout better with one trainer because that trainer is a better instructor because they do all those little one percenters that I'm going to share with you in this episode here. Okay, now important to understand that because a lot of trainers think, oh yeah, my workouts are really good or my workouts are really creative, so you know I'm good there. But if you're a good instructor, you can take it to the next level because the advantage I've got of being a good instructor is another trainer can come up with a creative workout. I can take that workout from that trainer and I can put my spin on it and use my instructor skills to make it better than the trainer that came up with the workout. Okay. On the flip side, however, if a trainer is not a good instructor, they can't do that because, yeah, they may be able to go on YouTube and get a workout, but if they can't get their participants to enjoy that workout, it's worthless, okay? So that's why it's so important to be a good instructor and do these little skill, do these little one percenters here. Now, I'm going to cover three different things in this section because there's uh, three important things to being a good instructor. The first one is the explanations or instructions. The second one is how to scale. And then the third is motivation and energy. I'm going to brush through the first couple because although they are very, very important, every half-decent trainer will do them anyway. Okay, So you know, if you're a half-decent trainer, you're probably doing this pretty well anyway. You might pick up a thing or two from what I say, but the biggest difference will be in the motivation and energy. All right. So explanations and instructions. What I mean by that is when you're explaining the workout to people, how do you explain it? Because that can make or break the workout. Because the thing is, your participants need to know what they're doing, otherwise they're gonna hate it, okay? No one wants to go to a workout and not know what they're doing or what exercise they're meant to be doing or if they're doing it right or how many reps they're doing. So you need to explain it properly. But on the flip side, like you can't over explain it because let's just take an exercise like a squat. Every single trainer could probably spend an hour explaining how to do a squat in the best way and the worst way and the variations, but no one's going to come to a boot camp to hear you talk about a squat for an hour. So it needs to be clear and concise so people know what they're doing without over-explaining it. So a few tips I can give there is number one, cater to the different learning styles. So people either learn auditory, so by hearing, visually by seeing, or kinesthetically by doing. So use all three of them. So if you're explaining a workout, hey, get a whiteboard and write the workout on that whiteboard, okay? Once it's on the whiteboard, also auditory explain it. Hey, guys, here's today's workout. It's a 20-minute AMRAP. It's 20 squats and 20 lunges and 20 push-ups, blah, 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 blah. So they can see it and they can also hear it. Also, you want to demonstrate it a couple times. So it's 20 squats, you know, watch me do a couple squats. 
all right, now you guys do a couple squats. Then 20 push-ups, watch me do a couple push-ups, focus on this. Cool, now you guys do a couple push-ups, okay? So kinesthetic as well, and also visually there because they're watching you do it, but then they're also doing it themselves, all right? Um, just some common sense things as well. Just make sure everyone can see you and hear you. So you don't want to have your back to anyone, so it's no forming a circle around you. Make sure you can see everyone. If you've got a stage or a step, step up on that so it's a bit of... Um, you know, you're a bit easier to see and you're in that more dominant position. And just make sure if you're outside, people can still see you because of the sun and hear you because of the wind, all right? A um, couple other tips there as well. Just make sure your workout has some sort of a flow to it. So, you know, for example, if you're going to do an AMRAP, just keep everything at 20 reps. Hey, it's 20 squats and 20 lunges and 20 push-ups and 20 bent over rows and 20 bridges. So people don't need to think, oh, how many reps of this or how many reps of that? It's just 20 of everything, all right? Um, and also cover as much as you can in the warm-up as well. Ideally, the the more things in your warm-up, the more exercise you cover in your warm-up that you're actually doing in the workout, the less you need to explain in the workout. All right? So that's the first thing, explanations and instructions. From there, how to scale. Now, you know, going down the line, explanations and instructions, eh, we all pretty much know as trainers how to, you know, how to explain and instruct. Scaling, we have half an idea, but it's important to take it to that next level. So I'm just going to use an example. Let's say you've got a couple exercises at squats and push-ups and you're doing a workout and involves everyone doing squats for a minute. Now, you're going to have everyone at different levels in your boot camp. So you can't just have everyone doing squats because like some people are going to find it easy, some are going to find it hard. So what you might do is say, all right, hey, if you're just starting off, yeah, you can just do a squat, work at your own range. If you're you know, pretty good, it's going to be a squat jump. And if you're really good, it's going to be a really high squat jump. So then you can then walk around the room and you can sort of push people. If you see someone struggling, hey, just go back to the squat. Okay, hey, you actually look pretty good. I think you can do a squat jump with it. Hey, um, Travis, you're squat jumping, but I think you can jump higher, higher, higher. Yeah, there we go. All right. So just with that simple exercise, you can give people the exercise, but you then want to walk around the room and make sure they're getting the most out of it and they're doing it safely. Same thing if you're doing push-ups. All right. If it's a minute of push-ups, hey, that's going to be different for everyone. You know, I'm, I can do push-ups on my toes for a minute, but not everyone can. Some people might want to do it on their knees. Some people might be stronger than me and do clap push-ups for a minute. Okay. But it's your job as the trainer or the instructor to walk around and make sure everyone's doing it at their own level in a safe and effective way. Okay. Now, also scaling the whole workout. We'll talk a little bit about this in the actual workout section, but what's important as an instructor you can't have workouts where someone's coming first and someone's coming last, okay? So let's say you're doing a workout and you're like, hey, here's the workout, finish it as quick as you can. And the quickest person finishes in 20 minutes and the slowest person finishes in 30 minutes. That's not a good workout because A, like what, the quickest person is doing less work than the slowest person. That's not fair, right? If anything, that fittest person should be doing more work. They should be going for 30 minutes and the beginner should be going for 20 minutes, okay? And also, like, if that advanced person finishes the workout in 20 minutes, what do they do? Sit around and wait for everyone else for 10 minutes? That's boring, right? Sooner or later, they're going to get sick of that and they're going to be like, hey, this boot camp's too easy for me. I'm getting out of here, all right? They might like it for the first couple of weeks, get a bit of an ego boost, but they'll get sick of it after that, Okay. Or if you get them to do extras, you're like, all right, hey, if you finish early, you've got to do this. Then it's like the slowest person is missing out because everyone's working out and that slowest person probably feels like crap because they're coming last and, you know, everyone, everyone's waiting for me and, you know, no one really cares. But the like the people that 
finish first. They don't care who comes. They don't care if someone's unfit and coming last. But that person that's unfit and coming last cares. They feel bad, like they're holding everyone up. They're not fit enough, etc., etc., etc. Okay, so just important to scale it there. And I'll go through some tips when we start talking about workouts. But just off the top of my head, that's why circuits work. Okay, because it's just a time-based thing. That's why hit workouts work because it's just a time-based thing. That's why AMRAPs work because it's a time-based thing. Or if you're doing any other workout, what you want to do is have a set finish point, like a start, like a first to finish. So say you are doing one of those workouts. It's not, hey, you know, once you finish this, you finish. It's like, hey, once the first person finishes, we all stop and move on to the next exercise. Okay. Um, all right. So then the last part of this and the most important is the motivation and the energy. Because if you're a half-decent trainer, eh, you can probably explain things all right and you can probably scale things all right. And they're little one percenters, but they're not going to make a huge difference. What's going to make the biggest difference is the motivation and the energy. Okay, because we're in the entertainment business. All right, you may think you're in the training business, but we're in the entertainment business. All right, people aren't going to come to training if it's boring because there's so many other fun things to do in life. So we need to make our boot camp fun, and that's our job as the trainer. Now, many different ways you can provide motivation and energy. I'm just going to run through a couple easy ones that anyone can implement right now. The first thing is music. Okay, if just by adding music, your session is going to be more motivating. All right, you can, um, you know, work out in dead quiet, but that's pretty boring. If you can add some motivating music, all of a sudden, that's going to add so much more to your your session. Secondly, it's uh, it's your voice. All right, if you just talk in a monotone voice like this, okay, guys, here's the workout. I just woke up today, so I'm a bit tired. It's ten squats and then it's ten lunges. Just shoot me now, all right? You've got to provide the energy. You've got to be more pumped up with anyone. All right, guys, here's boot camp. Super excited. Really, really good workout. I can't wait to get into it. You guys are going to love it. Here it is here. It's the AMRAP, all right? You can just see the difference in my voice there. Who would you rather train with? This guy here that talks like this in one tone or someone that's a lot more excited, all right? Um, adding a timer, an automated timer app on your phone is important too because you don't want to sit around there looking at your phone or looking at your stopwatch because that takes you out of the session, okay? You want all that automated, so you just walk around the room and provide the motivation and the support and the technical advice and all that sort of stuff, okay? One-on-one um, -on -one support and using people's names. That's key as well. Like, uh, being motivating in a session isn't you standing up the front and yelling out fitness cliches, okay? If that's got its place, but what's going to be better is if you walk around to every single person. Hey, Travis, really, really good push-ups, man. Hey, um, Brenda, good squats. But I think you can do a squat jump. I want you to jump a bit higher, a bit higher, a bit higher. All right, Maria, good push-ups. So I'm going to count. How many have you got to go? Another 10. I'm going to sit down here and count these push-ups with you. One, two, three, four. Keep going. Five. Almost there. Six, seven, couple more. Eight, nine, ten. Well done. High five. All right, next person. How are we doing? Okay, can see there how that's way more motivating by helping these people individually than just, um, you know, yelling out fitness cliches, all right? A couple other things I like to do as well is just get everyone in a small space and pair them up. Even if it's not a partner workout, I ideally want two lines of people facing a partner just so it feels like you've got a partner, 
Okay, I want everyone to feel like there's someone in front of them there, there's someone to either side of them. So it's a group, you're not just sitting alone in the corner doing the workout on your own, all right? And a couple other little tricks I find add the energy as well. If it's a workout which is like, you know, an AMRAP, which is just 20 minutes of the same thing over and over again, I'll add in a timer. So, hey, every two minutes my timer is going to go off and you're going to do 20 star jumps, okay? That just adds something in there, adds a bit of a break, adds a bit of an interval, adds some energy to it. And I also add a shoulder tap. So at random intervals, I'm just going to tap someone on the shoulder and they're going to go over in the corner and do 20 battle rope slams or 10 med ball slams or whatever it may be. All right. Um, but anyways, that's it for that topic there. It's I can't stress how important it is to be a good instructor because workouts are a dime a dozen, right? You can go on YouTube now and you can get a million of them. Like Coming up with workouts is not the hard part. That's the easy part. The hard part is making those workouts effective so your clients have fun doing them and they get the most out of it. All right. Um, just a couple questions here I've got. Hey, Jono, I feel my um, my group is a bit flat. I'm not sure if they enjoy that sort of energy. Um, yes and no. So everyone's obviously different. My opinion is I want that boot camp to be fun and energetic so people want to come because in my opinion, that's why people come to boot camp, okay? If they just want to train on their own, hey, they're going to train on their own, all right? If they just want to train with one person, they're going to train with one person. The reason they come to boot camp is because they need some sort of motivation or they need someone to push them that little bit more. All right. Anyways, that's the um, the awesome instructor. If you liked the show, share it with your friends, subscribe on iTunes, and leave us a five star review. For show notes and free training on how to grow your boot camp, visit www.fitnesseducationonline.com.au. Are you a fitness professional looking to provide your clients with personalized meal plans? Well, check out Mealsy, the ultimate solution for creating custom meal plans in just a few simple clicks. With Mealsy, you can say goodbye to countless hours spent on meal planning. Our Australian meal planning web app is designed to save you time and effort so you can focus on what really matters, your clients and their success. Mealsy provides you with a vast library of recipes all created by nutrition professionals. From breakfast to dinner and everything in between, we've got you covered. Whether you want to create a custom meal plan tailored to your client's needs or choose from our selection of ready-made meal plans, Mealsy has the flexibility to accommodate your preferences. So why waste precious time and energy creating meal plans from scratch? Let Mealsy do the heavy lifting for you while you focus on delivering exceptional fitness services. Join the community of fitness professionals who have revolutionized their business with Mealsy. Visit our website at www.mealsy.com and sign up today. Mealsy, the smarter way to meal plan for fitness professionals.